1: Gonna have to start playing like Eric Bischoff things by getting three minutes. That's the
2: Greg Demarco show stuff. But hey, you just it. said wait three minutes. I no, cause well, once I we start, I gotta get the theme song and the introduction and the whoosh, the chair shot talk. You know, I gotta do all that stuff, and then we can talk about the coaching that you were talking about. But you know, the funny thing is, you bring up your box. <clears throat> and I went into yeah. my. I went in to grab my bottle of whiskey, too, and it was empty, and I yelled fuck really loud. So that's how my night started when I got home.
3: Can you imagine 2024, new three-minute warning with Jacob and Zilla Fatu? That, that okay. would work. Wrong show. Let's,
2: let's get this going. It would still work, though. gentlemen welcome back to chair shot nfl you can follow us at chair shot nfl my name is pc tunny you can follow me at pc tunny andrew blaz is here you can follow him at iwc war chief and of course ray cash joins us as well you can follow him at it's ray cash gentlemen welcome to the divisional playoff round where's the all
3: see let me, that too you wait a minute yes First off, before we get to the fun stuff, let me, let me, let's do some housekeeping real fast. When you start the show, Tony, how do you know, when have I have given you my consent that I want people to follow me?
2: You can follow him at It's Ray Cash, R-E-Y's Mysterio, C-A-S-H as in dollar signs. Drive around Houston enough, you'll find him. Can't do that in 2024,
1: Tony. It's all about consent.
3: St- stenographer strike that from the record, please. Mm-hmm. If we,
2: if, we <laughs> if only we had stenographer money, Ray. If stenographer. only had... what is this night court? Like do- Jesus Christ. Can I give
3: you can I give you two fine gentlemen like the biggest of the biggest like lauds of y'all's teams last week? Y'all. Knocked it out of the park. I and think, I could not be prouder as y'all's friend.
2: Even more so, I personally knocked it out of the park, going five and one against the spread. I mean,
3: I try to give a dude if DP cr- credit, was here, we'd be,
2: we'd be playing Barry Horowitz right now if DP was here. Let me tell you, it's a different show. Then it's okay. Yeah, I'm just saying we could go <laughs> that Barry Horowitz goes across. That's a different show genres. too. This isn't Dragon Ball. You can't All just right. be saying. Stop yelling at me. You went 7-5. <laughs> Ray, Ray
1: went 6-6. I knew Ray six. would get that. That's... So I just had to get a reaction out of Ray in the first, like, 10 minutes. was oh,
3: <laughs> and... pretty good. Oh, yeah, it was pretty good. Was pretty good. <laughs>
2: All right. Well, we got some fun stuff planned for today. We're going to recap that wild card. Then we're going to get into uh, our picks for next week, preview those four games for you as well. But first, when we come back from commercial, we got a brand new – Segment, we're going to run out there officially about the, uh, we call it the coaching carousel corner of contempt. No? We'll work on
3: that. Too, too much alliteration. Too much. Well,
2: I, no, I like alliteration. Yeah, with Tony, there's never enough alliteration. Ray, did you know that I am the advocate for the administration that allocates alliteration all across America?
3: I yi, yi.
2: See, that's how hardcore I am about alliteration. Okay. Co-
3: commercial, please.
2: I literally yeah. love it. This is riveting opening stuff.
1: I'm right <laughs> trying to get the... To the commercial. I,
2: I, 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 we got to get five <laughs> minutes in before I can go to commercial. we got like 20 more seconds. You got anything else to say? No, if we, we keep we the alliteration shit, we'll lose all of
1: the fucking listeners. Just go to commercial.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Lovely losing listeners. Not good. Oh, my goodness. I think it's almost five. It, Let's count it down well, together. Or Rumble it. season. Three, two, one. Hey, guys, guess what?
3: We'll be right back after this. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives.
2: Like coaches through the carousel, so are the days of their lives.
1: You even had to, like, grab the ancient one that fucking sounds like it's played through, like, a fucking sonograph. Like, that's amazing. <laughs>
3: I'm a Young and a Restless dude, by the way. Shout out to Richard Newman. But you know what? You know what things li- slaps? Bold and beautiful theme with the saxophone? Do, 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 do. That thing slap, bro. I'm just saying. You be at the house one o'clock. Got nothing going on. And they pop up on the screen. i like, boogie a little bit. Tap your toe. That's it. How about, how about Nobody? no? Nobody?
1: Yeah. No. How, about, how no? about no? How about no? <laughs> oh, Scotty, that's okay. Yeah. Shh. <laughs> Gotta pick a sh here for you.
2: <laughs> well, let's talk about this coaching carousel. Ray, you were very fervent and wanted to ask the question of why one man still had a job when so many didn't.
3: I, so apparently, this is the year where it doesn't matter what you've done for us. Is if you didn't win this year, you're probably gonna lose your job. Hi, Billy Big Checks. Hi, Mike McCarthy. Hello, possible Nick Sirianni. The fact that these guys – Mike McCarthy got to go. We know that. That's it's, This is bigger – it's deeper than rap wrap with him. But these other guys, Mike Tomlin was possibly being talked about stepping down and walking away. So all these big contenders – Mike Rabel's another one, right? All these big contenders and like, proven top-level coaches. And then Jim Harbaugh coming with his big uh, Michigan title ring – and all of his hundreds, millions of dollars that he's had to pay in fines since he got suspended twice this year, he's coming back. And Matt Eberflus is coming back. He's still got a job. I don't under. Make it make sense. Andrew, please. Again,
1: I've, I've thought about a lot of this myself too. And the only thing that makes any level of sense is the fact that the Bears did start looking more competitive that last quarter of the season, whatever you want to call it after fields came back from injury. And you know, when they, they picked up who, who did they get sweat from the uh, commanders? Well, yeah. Well, like it all started making them look like a decent team. Like they were on the bubble of the playoffs for a hot minute until like, they just didn't have the talent to, to fix it or to, to get through there. But I guess that's enough reason to maybe think that he still has the locker room or that things are headed in the right direction or trending in the right trajectory, however you really want to look at it. But my confusion is why Dennis Allen still has a fucking job. Like As as much as I was against Jameis Winston, it was more for the formation and what that does for the integrity of the game than the actual actions that he did or the team did, or however you want to phrase it. But Dennis Allen let that happen. So nothing's come out since then about him admonishing anybody or people saying one thing or the other. Well, you sent it. I know in our our text message, and I saw it popping around on a a Pat McAfee, or maybe it was a first take, something like that, had that same quote from the... um, uh, who was it, the, the GM or the the front office person from the Raiders or whatever, talking shit about Dennis Allen and not knowing what mm. was going on in the, on the Saints. And she mm-hmm. kind of didn't expect him to really do well, because he's kind of a a dick, to put it nicely, just to surmise mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So why does he have a job? Because you can't even say that the Saints started doing well. Like, they literally only beat who they were kind of supposed to beat, and they lost a bunch of dumb games and they lost a good team. So...
3: My my only, argu- my only argument to that is we don't know if he's gone or not. There's still time. They've announced Matt Eberflus is staying next year. Do
2: you really think McCarthy's still gonna get fired?
3: Yes, I don't think. That's yeah. True.
2: Okay. I don't know. I I'm 50 on it. Um, I don't. Uh, Sirianni, I don't think is going anywhere. Um,
3: it's gonna be a conversation. How, oh, how I, are I, they going nowhere. Listen, so I
2: I wouldn't be surprised or shocked, I should say. I just giving you my opinion. I don't know. I McCarthy, oh. I'm 50-50 on Sirianni, if I I would say I'm a little more than 50-50 he's going to stay if I've given my opinion, but I don't I don't fucking know. You're right. These guys could be gone. That's just crazy because Mike McCarthy would get a head coaching job immediately if he wants it. I don't know about Sirianni.
3: I don't know about that no more Tony. He showed his McCarthy... hand. He's
2: his winning He's percentage a, in the regular season is like almost seven hundred.
3: So was Ma- so was Marty Schottenheimer's. So was Wade Phillips. You know when a dude's not a head coach.
2: Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl.
3: There's lots of coaches that won Super Bowls that aren't that aren't coaching right now.
2: I'm just saying, I think Mike McCarthy would have a job head coaching somewhere else if he wanted it. If they, Jim if Jim
3: Caldwell won a Super Bowl, he never got another job ever again. I don't
2: yeah, think sadly. Jim Caldwell Col- was as successful as coaches. Um, Mike uh, Mike McCarthy's been over a period of time.
3: He didn't get the opportunity to coach as long as Mike McCarthy did. But if you look at the numbers, he is just as, if not more, successful from a percentage wise. This I is have... this. But Mike McCarthy, we're looking at it from a football perspective. Like I, your points are valid. He has shown he wins games. He's also had unnaturally talented teams. But I'm not going to sure. penalize him for that. But if we look at his what he does as a job. He is notoriously known for having one of, maybe not, maybe the worst of major coaches in modern history, the worst ability to call timeouts or time management. His teams are notoriously undisciplined because they get lots of penalties. He took upon himself to fire Kellen Moore, who is known, League wide as one of the best offensive coordinators in the game, so he could call plays and Particularly so he could run the ball more. And they didn't run the ball. He doesn't make good decisions as a head coach. I just I don't think and more than anything else, even if he was a good head coach. In in, in Dallas, I think as a certain point, dog, where your voice it's the same. When Andy Reid left Philly, we knew he was great. Sometimes your voice just don't don't work in the in the rock room no more, dog. And they don't they don't believe in him. Same reason why I think there's a possibility Dak walks away. They don't believe in those guys no more. Mike McCarthy will be number two on Fox after Greg Olsen. He'll be on Sundays, calling games. For the record. Not sure.
2: For the record.
3: Say your piece, Tony.
2: Jim Caldwell's percentage is 554. Mike McCarthy's Mm -hmm. is 647.
3: How many games did Jim Caldwell call? I'm just curious. Uh, I'm not not trying to argue with you. I'm just curious.
2: No, yeah, 62 and 50. Four playoff berths, two eleven-win seasons, <laughs> one conference championship,
3: and also let's. And I'm not trying to make excuses for him because you, your point is valid, and I see to your point. Jim Caldwell also was the coach when your boy Nick went out.
1: Yeah, I mean that. So that that whole season is kind of a wash. So that doesn't
2: really. In fact,
3: that's the reason he got fired. I've, I've, That's I've, the I've reason why that. he's
2: got 14 of those losses You know he what I mean <laughs> He should have he coached Andrew Luck's neck better
3: Everybody should have <laughs> coached Andrew <laughs> Luck's neck better
1: Andrew Luck's entire fucking body needed uh, to be coached better Jesus Christ man. Peyton's neck <laughs> went out Fucking Luck's whole body ran out Just like
3: Luck Boom. Iron Man but, and Stanford And couldn't stay healthy It's crazy Sorry go ahead Andrew
1: I mean, no. I mean,
2: mm, how do you guys think Mayo's going to do in New England? He's got to rebuild the whole thing. Like, like that team's
1: not going to be good for a year or two. Like I like Mayo and unless he does like some D'Amico Ryan's level of like moves and shakes in the first and second round and like happens to hit. I, I don't think that team's going to be a worth top- anything because they still need a quarterback. They have a top, and they still or... need to teach him.
2: They have a top six or seven pick. Yep, true, but not every top five pick works out. No, but you got to start Ryan somewhere. Leafs, they need, they need a quarterback. They need a quarterback. Period.
1: <laughs> they do, but there's nothing that says he's going to work out. They have a top four. So pick. that's why. What... Again, I, I like Gerard Mayo. I like the fact that it seems like it was built into his contract to move up once Belichick left. Because I think I even said Mayo was a possibility last week when we were talking about it. But I just don't have faith in the, the Patriots right now. Because that whole team is just, where's the talent? Where's, where's anything? Like, their top running back is Ezekiel Elliott, who's been like a bust for the last five years down in Dallas. And then didn't do great in New England. So do you, you think don't have a quarterback, guy, you don't have a running back. You don't. Who's the receiver, really?
2: You, you know what I mean. How about a guy like Jaden? My point exactly. Who?
3: <laughs> Ooh, who it? What?
2: How about a guy like Jaden Daniels from LSU?
3: Well, so b- before we answer that question, and I like Jaden Daniels a lot. He's a he won the Heisman. Um, but before we answer that question, let's have a legitimate conversation about: Do you want this soon? To get another first round pick, you just had one three years ago at Mac Jones. Do we yes. want to go ahead and, and, well, and put I'll, that equity I'll... into that? Or hold on, hold on, hold on. Or do we want to try to stop Gap and go get maybe a Kirk Cousins? So I don't know. Get, I like maybe the try gap. to steal Kirk Cousins.
2: A is, Kirk Cousins might not be ready to even start the season next year. That's why he's going to be a really but tough free point, agent coming into a new team. I would prefer... Here's my answer. Let me answer Ray's question first. Sure. Um, I would answer your question with how long do you want to wait to have a good quarterback? Because to me, the only option is through the draft for them. They don't really have anything to trade for another guy unless they would like to have a guy like Justin Fields on their team. Yeah, but they're not a quarterback away. A
1: lot of the teams that are like trading and all this conversation are a quarterback away. Well, like, How even the Houston? Texans, you could have made that argument that they uh, were a quarterback away because Deshaun did so much for them when he was good and before his allegations and his two year hiatus, if we wish to call it that, and nothing more. Like, so Stroud being good made that team look good, and it's just he over, over exceeded and Will Anderson over, and like the whole team just went above and beyond.
2: But if but you the Texans wait a around a couple years ago, if you wait around to have a running game and a good offensive line to bring in a young quarterback. Then you gotta wait even longer for that guy to get good, and who's to say one's gonna be available? So why wouldn't you just grow together as a team and bring the guy in right away if you had a chance to get him?
3: That's my that's that's what to your point, Tony. That's my question, because number one, it comes down to putting... how
2: much do you believe in the guy that's available, right?
3: So, so that's that's why I asked the question about the equity of using multiple first round picks on quarterbacks in multiple years very closely that kills the development of your team because you're putting so much equity into that pick that's supposed your first round picks got hit every year and look at the browns exactly and you you don't know quarterback with with the exception of maybe like a few you don't know for sure if they're going to hit so why don't you go if you're the, if you're the patriots cuz what andrew's saying you're not i don't I don't think you've given enough credence in this conversation, as much as I think it deserves, but they are talent-strapped. They need talent. So why don't you just build your resources, get an offensive lineman with the first in the first round, build this up, and get you a stopgap guy that can get you two, three years. Because if Gerard Mayo took the job after Bill Belichick, I'm putting it in my contract. you got to give me three years.
2: I I agree with you. And
3: and maybe we could go ahead and get a guy who's coming out that we can trust. And and one more thing, fast, Tony. If you really want a young guy, you can get you a guy, you can get you a quarterback in the third or fourth round that you can develop. Those those hit more than first-round picks.
2: You're going to like this. I agree with you. They do need talent at a lot of different positions. None more important than the most important one quarterback where they need talent. And that's the one I would feel first.
1: Yeah, no, because that that's just, then you'll turn into a Sam Darnold, a Mitch Trubisky, a Geno Smith for the, the fucking Jets. Oh, like, that's why there, those guys didn't work There are so many out, quarterbacks
3: uh, that they got there thrown is in no the such thing right as away.
1: grow with the team. It's they die. Like, if if Peterson didn't go to Jacksonville, fucking Sunshine would be dead right now. Sunshine think, didn't look good this year, but at least he looked good last year. I don't and know. And he looked competent in their wins. There's
2: not been a lot I of quarterbacks it, it, that have it, it, been getting it, 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 thrown, in, for that. thrown into fire <laughs> by baptism and one. taken out and come back later better because they got more prepared. It just doesn't really happen. Yeah, you get in there and you win fan, or not.
1: And you're advocating for not sitting behind somebody that knows what they're doing for three years when that's led to your 30 years of good quarterback play?
2: And,
3: and, the, sit, and the way you laid it, it out, anybody. the way you laid it out. Wait, yes.
1: what was that? You just said Favre didn't sit behind anybody. No, he's uh, like a half he a sat behind somebody in Atlanta. Like a, yeah, and then well, Object sh- Man started a couple oh, games yeah. for the Packers before Favre took over. I'm
2: sure he learned a ton of fucking shit under Jimmy Glanville. From Jimmy Glanville, Jimmy Glanville Glan- Glan- didn't even know Glan- his Glan- fucking what name. The fuck you he called about him Country. <laughs> he called him Country and brought him out as a circus act during practice to win money off of people that were coming and visiting. They'd say, "Hey, I bet you Country over there could throw the ball up over that scoreboard and fuck." Country would come over and do a first coach.
1: Damn right he did. <laughs> but that's so. But my point is though, Rogers sat for three years. Love sat for three years. So like sitting's not a problem. And well, if you can get somebody like a the deck, sooner you like, can get that young talented enough, quarterback
2: or... in there to sit, the sooner he's going to get out on the field. Then to answer your question, so for the same exact reason, you should pick a guy in the first fucking round and bring him veteran for him to sit behind for a year or two. Nah. You're, I mean, if, just, if Marvin Harrison Jr. would drop to four, I'd pick him over well, any quarterback I that might be available at that the point Bears for be, the Patriots. The Bears would be really smart if they wanted to keep Justin Fields. They might have to just trade down to two, get a bunch of shit from Washington for two and take Marvin Harrison Jr. and see what that looks like for Justin Fields add a fucking lineman somewhere through free agency one and Mm -hmm. they have multiple picks in the first round, right? Yes. Why not go ahead and do that? Keep fields. You got fields with Harrison jr, a little bit better offensive line and DJ Moore on the other side. Those are some fucking weapons now. Agreed. That's why I just said, if like,
1: if Harrison was to follow the Patriots, I'd take him over whatever quarterback might be available. Then do
2: you guys think the bears are keeping the pick or no?
3: Yes, I think they, I think they're keeping the pick. Yeah, they're... I think they
2: so, trade Justin Fields. I, I thought
3: they were trading Justin. Where? But Tug he need, the one place everybody knows he needs to go, Atlanta.
2: That would work. Washington could be He's interested in him.
3: N- no, I mean, so so
1: the Falcons have, 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 have more pieces. Talent. It's it's sexier
3: for Fields, and that fits his style.
1: Yeah, because they also they have Bijan, they have Pitts, they have they have a few other pieces like did. Harbaugh. Fa- Falcon, Falcons are a quarterback away.
2: Harbaugh go to Atlanta to coach that team.
3: If Belichick I like, I like that a lot. Yeah, he so, interviewed,
2: didn't he? Both
1: He them interviewed.
3: No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: Harbaugh did. I didn't hear the Harbaugh one. Harbaugh but I did. Think yeah, Belichick did.
3: Well, Ray, Ray's <laughs> right. It's gonna, so basically, it's gonna be one probably gets the Charger job, one probably gets the 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 Atlanta job, but I mean, I it's got to be contingent on 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 trading on for a quarterback because right Atlanta has the what the nine pick, ten pick.
2: Oh, huh. ESPN, there. ESPN's got to be thrilled. They got the Bucks in the early game tonight, and Giannis is not playing. <laughs>
3: Sorry. <laughs> so I actually did a pick 'em on an underdog, and I picked Giannis, and oh. I once you do the pick 'em, you can't change it. Yeah. So it was just like,
2: yep, <laughs> bite the bullet there, yeah, and Pascal Siakam to Indiana as well.
3: That's that's that'd be a fun that's a fun conversation to have because him and Tyrese together for the next five years. Well, ugh.
2: chair shot NFL is almost over and NBA goes through to the summer race, so we got plenty of time to.
3: Wasn't there a basketball show that someone was doing?
2: I don't know. You'd yeah, I think to, there was the a best to remind me. me.
1: <laughs> Someone did one thing for it, and then did that happen again after that? <laughs>
3: Andrew, I
2: don't listen. I don't a- know. Andrew's words.
1: Someone had to do it. I was just like, you know, I've been right. a little quiet. So listen, far. We're, gonna, up
3: we're gonna I'll run away from our this our <laughs> we're gonna run away
2: from this conversation. Ray brought Ray, you brought it up too, by the way. Um <laughs> That is the coaching carousel for this week. Uh, I'm betting it will return because I'm guessing there's going to be some positions filled between now and our preview next week of the conference championships. But for now, I want you to head on over violence. to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. Pick yourself up a Chair Shot t-shirt. That's ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. Don't forget about the chairshot.com. Always use your head. We'll be right back.
3: This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.
2: Welcome back, ChairShot NFL. Ray Cash, Andrew Belaz, and PC Tunney with you. Before we make our picks for this week's divisional round, we are going to recap last weekend and what a weekend it was some really interesting outcomes just to reiterate ray was six and six we you know and we made all these things honestly for all of us to go 500 or better picking um all six games against the spread and the over-unders ray was 500 andrew was seven and five i was eight and four i got lucky and went five and one on the on the spreads but guys the weekend started off Houston, and I'm the only one that picked them. Goes down. Uh, has Cleveland come down to Houston and takes care of business, and it's not even close. And there's gonna be there's gonna be a theme to this recap. <laughs> Ray, we might get the uh, we might get the Ray Ray Cash Bowl in the conference. Oh no, we have the Ray Cash Bowl this weekend. Sorry, this week. my bad, my bad. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of the Texans' performance against the Browns, and how much did you love Gladys.
3: it? Oh, well, so did you message Chris for Platt? I, oh, the whole. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yes, in fact, I was texting him and Amber at the same time. <laughs> oh, Kriva,
2: nice. Well, she's not from Cleveland, though. I think she's from Illinois.
3: She's yes, yeah, she's from Peoria, but she's fully bought into the propaganda. Yeah, of that's just
2: for Platt, though. I think you know it doesn't sting her as much as it does Chris.
3: No, it doesn't. But to to, to roast my boy in front of his girl is oh is, yeah. I, that's it's, fantastic. Well it's done. what friendships are built, built well, well it's done, well
2: Ray. Changed. Well done.
3: Thank you. Um, I gotta tell you, I'm not surprised that the Texans played that good. I'm surprised that the Browns' defense was that bad. Miles Garrett, and we'll talk about this when we get to the Dallas' game because we can say the same for Michael Parsons. Was he on the field? <laughs> like, they had such a fantastic game plan. Um, to take out what was what is the strength of that uh Cleveland defense, take away the pass rush. They picked up the blitzes fantastically. Nico Collins is showing he's a legit, I not a number one, but like he's a legit receiver in this league. Uh you know, I i I was CJ Stroud again shows he's the man. D'Amico had the defense ready to go. Now one could argue and I'm sure you guys will but the game changed on Flacco throwing the picks, and again, Ravens fan, we know Flacco does that. Uh, but the pick two, pick six is just they 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 broke the back, man. And Houston is an underrated city when it comes to home field advantage, and they were rocking in energy. So, i like, hats off to the Texans, man. I'm proud of them, I'm happy for them. I'm sorry, they got to hit a buzzsaw this week, but well done.
1: Andrew? I got nothing else to add to that one. It was a fun game to watch.
2: If you're not a Browns fan,
1: okay, well, that's a true story.
2: <laughs> well, CJ Stroud definitely looks like the real deal. D'Amico Ryan's is is doing spectacular as as a as a young head coach. Um, let's uh, let's move along here. Miami, <laughs> the fish froze in KC. Did they not, Andrew? Oh, they did, and that was that
1: was obvious though. Like. I think Ray had a little bit of faith in Miami last week, and I'm I'm sorry your faith didn't pay off, but
3: like, go you know. ahead to finish your point because because I, I want to address that. Oh no no to address it now it's fine. Just oh, so I didn't have faith in Miami so much as I thought the game was since being that it was so cold, I thought that it wouldn't be as easy to throw. So I thought it was going to be a run first, one of those 40, 50 run games. And I trusted Miami's rush offense more than I trusted Kansas City's. Mm-hmm. They both threw the ball like 35 times. So when it was that, yeah. it didn't matter anymore.
1: Yeah, I get you. I, I mean, Rishi Rice actually showed up. So it was, it was nice that the Chiefs found a receiver. It just took him to the playoffs. Like, Kelsey had a decent game. Mahomes looked more Mahomes like than he has all year, but that defense was fucking smothering. Like Tua was getting beat up, like Tyreek had that one catch, but like nothing nothing else, really. Like the Chiefs defense, and I know there was that meme going around with um whoever MJD does does the aftercast with about oh, yeah, can yeah. the can the Chiefs ride the D? And he just gave it a nice pause and stared at him and went, The defense, okay. <laughs> it's like but that that defense is kind of legit. Like, um, I'm a little impressed by the KC defense for a change.
3: I um, did we ever talk about the Cam Newton conversation on the show?
1: The Lamar
3: Cam thing, or no? Because we brought Cam, him up
1: last week in a different
3: perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but Cam coming out talking about how Jared Goff, how Tua Tagovailoa. How um, I don't remember the other person, but I know, and I know Dak was the, the, the fourth, those four people are game managers. And there's a difference between game managers and game changers. And he wasn't saying that game, that these guys being game managers means that they're less than, it just means that they need this to win. Game changers make wins. If you look at it, this weekend, three played. Two of them played like he said they would, so I, I just the only reason I'm pointing that out is because Tua's had a fantastic year, 4,500 yards, all the stuff, you know. Tyreek was, was the balling. this first
1: season he was awake the whole time, though. Come on, let's be
3: here, out Here, come on. This is fair. I, you're <laughs> right. He did not get hurt, and credit to him, um, Bob. But, but it just to that credit, their their front seven is really really good, but you would think you could. Take advantage of the secondary if they're blitzing all the time, because someone's gonna be open, and Tua couldn't hit anybody. So yeah,
2: I think yeah, Kansas City's I mean, he defense. He hit Tyreek that one time. I think Kansas City's defense is underrated. It's the strength of their of their, their team this year. Um, boy, Travis Kelsey needs some fucking elephant semen on his hands, does he not? No, that's that's from the replacements.
3: Oh, I know. I but, uh. Know.
1: Maybe Taylor to, can help him with that.
3: I, I was trying to find a way to make Taylor joke. Thank you for doing it for me.
2: Mm-hmm. That is By the way, way did you see
3: Taylor and, and and Mama Kelsey swag surf?
2: Ah!
1: They, they did a white person version of that, yes, but, you know.
3: Oh, boy.
1: Oh, that, that was not swag surfing. I don't know what the fuck that was. But it's just, you know, they were having fun. And it's, I, I can't dog on them like they were enjoying themselves like yeah fuck it.
3: You know, as as big as the biggest even the biggest hater has to acknowledge, Arrowhead's probably the best crowd in football.
2: Probably, yeah. Let's move into Sunday games. Um, guys, talk to me about the Green Bay Packers beating the Dallas Cowboys.
3: Mm-mm. Who? You talked to us about that.
2: I mean, it didn't look like
1: there was a second team there. They just didn't get it off the bus. Did, did they think their game got moved because the Cowboys looked like they fucking forgot?
2: So I said it last week. I I said, I, I just got a feeling I'm going to pick the Packers. And I said, if they can get on the board right away and cause a couple turnovers, they would win. And sure as shit, that's exactly what happened. But honestly, if the Green Bay Packers or any other football team can score on six of their seven drives, first drives, a touchdown, and get a pick six in the middle of that, it's really hard to lose a fucking football game that way. <laughs> it is, yes. Because that's I what figured. happened. That's what happened. And I'll, I'll give it to you what you want to hear. You guys want to hear about me watching the game and, and being a Packer fan and what I felt. I thought I was watching. I thought I I thought I had my remote uh, my my I thought I had my PlayStation five controller in my hand and I was playing Madden <laughs> going. Let me beat the fucking shit out of these guys. Oh, and I'm gonna turn it down from all Madden, not to all pro, but just to pro. Um and and it was just I kept going, Wow. I kept texting everybody kept texting. All my all my Packer friends and family and everybody else and I'm just text tech- and everybody's texting everybody, Wow. 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 And then it's twenty to nothing, and a douchebag misses a fucking extra point, and I'm going, no way. There's no fucking way that this is gonna be it. But sure as shit, you know, we get the we get the score before. Uh oh, we got we get the score before halftime. I'll finish quickly, and they just continue to dominate to the point where they're up thirty-two points. And I know they gave up the touchdowns at the end, but um, it was just a an amazing performance. Um, Ray, I'm looking. Hang on, I got it. It's here somewhere. Where the fuck is it? Oh, come on. Really?
3: There it is. The Cowboys suck. Oh, Back fuck off. Tuesday. In no, the middle no, of my... I I I f- no, I have... In the middle of my fucking... <laughs> what? um ESPN this just in the Cowboys are not making a head coaching change and Mike McCarthy is returning for the 2024 season oh, according to Adam Schefter
2: There you go I mean wow I just felt like so Jerry would have fired him right idea, away I feel like Jerry would have fired him before he left the building on Sunday
3: I I so Jer, what Jerry said made sense given that how shocking that loss was He said I don't. I wasn't even expecting any of this. I don't know what to think right now. I need time to process. So that's why I didn't wasn't shot that everybody wasn't fired that day. Yeah. Um. But, um, I don't know if you had anything you want to say, Andrew. I want to talk about some X's and O's about this game for just a quick second. Go, go go. Um, you know we talk we talk a little X's and O's. We talk more kind of about the ideology of football and the happens and goings. But from a strategic X and O's game plan. We've all been led to believe that the Dallas Cowboys have a dominant defense, and they do, in the style of the old Colts in the early in the early 2000s and 2010s, in that they have a lead and they can just rush all day. You're not getting touched. Also, Duron, they have, they should have the three best corners in the game with Gilly, Duron Bland, and I know Trayvon Diggs got hurt this year, but so on and so forth. Uh, but they ran dime. Almost dime or nickel, almost every play of this, that game, which is five or six defensive backs, which means that there's no there's no middle linebackers. Aaron Jones ran for 118 yards on on, on down the middle. He destroyed the team. They also, and this goes to show uh, Matt Lafleur, who's one of the Shanahan kids, right, uh, saw the tape and saw that Gilmore would try to attack a. A slant route or a certain route a certain way. And when Wick scored the touchdown, it's because he took advantage of that. And all the. So it. These are things, if you're a good coach or you have a good coaching staff, because I'm talking to you too, Dan Quinn, you would notice and point out why you didn't change your defense all game. Now, J- Jordan Love was throwing the shit out of the ball. He made a lot of.
2: He made a lot of good – I'm not arguing your point. I, you're, Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, to to Jordan Love made a lot of out-of-position throws look easy. And it looked the, a the lot – The last
3: touchdown, yeah. It,
2: it looked like Favre and Rodgers had a baby. That's who he looks like, and that's what he should yes. look like because Aaron Rodgers took everything – he didn't take everything from Favre, but that's who he learned under, and there's a lot of Favre and Rodgers – There's a lot of Rodgers and Favre in in love.
3: This is just to put a bow to my point. A lot of these games, sometimes the better team wins. And I'm not saying that the, the Packers aren't the better team because Sunday they were. But this was a game that was lost by the coaches. I don't think it was lost on the field. It was lost by the coaches. And the tape shows it clear as fucking day. And it's disappointing. Shout out to Jake Ferguson, who's the only person that decided to come to work that day, because it's it, it's 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 mesmerizing how bad Ty, Tyson Smith or Tyrants, whichever one I don't know, who was supposed to be the best left tackle in the game behind Trent um, Williams, had like three penalties.
2: I I feel like the, I feel like the, the Cowboys as a whole, as a team, staff, players, everything. Took this a little too lightly. I don't think they seriously thought they could lose to Green. I mean, they seriously didn't think Green Bay would be the team to come in and break their winning streak, and not that weekend. And that's what happened. <laughs> Let's keep moving because we got a lot more to talk about. Um, the Rams, Stafford. It took him all this time, but he finally got Detroit a playoff victory. Yes. <laughs> It's the best game of the weekend, too. Yeah, it was the only game that was like, really a game for the most part. To be honest, it was it was close on
1: both ends. Like you know, you didn't really know who was gonna win it, and I don't know. It was scrappy. Like I I, I definitely liked watching that game. That was that was fun. Happy for the Lions that they finally got their first win in thirty-two fucking years or whatever it was, and
2: first win
1: for Ford Field. Yeah, Thirty two seasons,
2: I guess. Uh, they were the last they beat Dallas the year before Dallas started winning Super Bowls and then they lost to Wa- Washington. Washington? Yeah, they got smoked by Washington.
1: Yeah. Fucking Washington. Back back when the Redskins were A, the
3: Redskins and B still decent. <laughs> so, I'm
1: just
3: happy I'm just happy the Lions finally figured out how to use Jameer Gibbs and oh. David Montgomery at the same time.
2: Yeah, you know that Montgomery, was nice to see. Montgomery has a lot left in the tank, but Gibbs is so fucking explosive. Like Gibbs and Jameson Williams on that team are just like speed personified. To take a line from Gorilla Monsoon, um, Sun God is impressive as shit, though.
1: What's that? He, he just makes bad. shit happen. The Sun same, God is impressive as shit.
3: Same with Sam Laporta. They just they just keep coming. Dog. Josh Reynolds remembered he was a good receiver that's
2: true okay. well josh reynolds was a ram so that was kind of a revenge game for him so if josh allen if, jo- if jo- josh if josh 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 reynolds could you know figure out a way to psych himself up like that every game he might have a big contract but he doesn't uh, pittsburgh at buffalo gets moved to monday guys because of the fucking snow um Buffalo did have fans come in, paid them $20 an hour to shovel snow and gave them food. Uh, and then, the biggest storyline of this game isn't the fact that Tomlin's coming back, isn't the fact that Buffalo won another first-round playoff game, isn't the fact that, you know, it got moved to Monday. The fact of the game is the seating because of so much snow, got turned into open seating. There was no assigned seating. How pissed off would you be if some dude that spent $12 on the fucking nosebleed fucking seat got there early and sat in your $500 fucking playoff fucking first row 50-yard line seat because the NFL suspended the seating assignments? Why the fuck you take so long to get there? That's why you spend the $500, so you can get there right when the game starts and sit oh, in the Oh, so
1: you think you're privileged when there's snow and everybody else is busting their ass what and you a... you don't have a fucking seat?
2: Fuck what you. if it was a crippled <laughs> kid that connected cans for Four years just to fucking buy one ticket. Now the cripple kid can't even fucking get down to the front. That wouldn't happen because everybody would have put him
1: on a snowbank or on their
2: fucking shoulders like Frick oh. the Mighty,
1: and oh, okay. he would have start fucking watching fireworks. Oh, been a fucking oh. magical time.
2: Oh, now you're playing. Also be now now you're now you're playing cripple kid sledding, and then huh? They put, and then oh, they put hey him guys, table watch me put the cripple kid in this sled and <laughs> push him down the hill. You're a jerk.
3: <laughs> so here's the, here's the. Here, Here's the beautiful thing about privilege. If you've had the privilege to get... Like, privilege? <laughs> well, that's number one. But like club seats or seats in the front row or or seats you be able to get on the field is you get your own separate entrance.
2: Here's the deal, though. A little different. There's a lot of hardworking people that spend their money on stuff like this that aren't considered privilege.
1: That's fair. Then they would have that's been fair. There, though. I don't really think there's too many people complaining about that because right. it looked I just, like people were making the best of it. Right. It's Buffalo. It's a blue they color won. down to begin with, really.
2: They won. Yeah, so, they're kind of crazy.
3: Question, question for both of y'all. Josh Allen is the conversation about any game. Anytime you talk about the, the, the Bills in any form or fashion. His 60-yard one or whatever was like 52. amazing. Maybe – that was okay, such it was, a, it was
1: that. such a weird oh, fucking it was 52 it was, but it was such a weird fucking run it was a well, pinball
3: he didn't run in
1: that fast he just kind of had like space and then there was something then he kind of juked and pin and bounced off and it's like how the fuck did you hit him in the end zone
2: he like, is sneaky good at having the ability to take off like he may not get to like 18, 19 miles an hour, but dude is really good at going from three yeah. to 13. And if you're yeah. better than a guy at going three to 13, you got four steps on him in about three seconds. And the rest of it is over it with because awkward. he's getting up to 17, 18 miles an hour. Cause Josh Allen's a sneaky athlete. I know, but watching Josh Allen run that one reminded
1: me like Steve Young's old fucking scrambles Mm -hmm. where you're just kind of like he's slow and I don't know why it's working, but it's kind of funny to watch. So I like this. It's Luka Doncic, man. Sure. Sure. I'll give you that one. But I it, 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 it was a fucking time like. I honestly just feel a little bad for the Steelers fans that helped to shovel out. And then their fucking team just kind of got molly whopped and nothing came from it. Because, I mean, it was that game would have been so much closer if Mason didn't throw that pick in the end zone.
2: Look at it this way. Steelers fans that helped shovel out, at least they got something out of it. They got paid 20 got bucks, a, to sh- 20 bucks to shovel because they didn't get a fucking win. That's they got their sure. beer money, basically, because it's Talk probably about $13 a fucking beer. Talk about the saddest situation out of every single playoff team, right? Pittsburgh. They didn't progress. A lot of their young players didn't really progress too much. I think they found something in Jalen Warren. Najee Harris looked stronger at the end of the year, but the receiving Pickens didn't didn't seem to find it. And they have no quarterback still. They're like the same team next year, but older. And that's probably part of the. Not probably. That was
1: part of the whole conversation on why Tomlin might not come back because, sure, he's never had a losing season, but the last, what, five or six years have been mediocre as fuck. So, like, you can only deal with mediocrity so long. They haven't won since, what, 2016 or 2017, whatever
2: it was. Yeah. Their last playoff win. All right, before it's Andrew time, Ray, why don't you round finish off this uh, topic here? You got anything left to say about Pittsburgh and um, Buffalo?
3: Mm-mm. Move on. What's that? No, go ahead.
2: All right, Andrew, you won. <laughs> You're going to the next round.
3: I
1: know. It's so fun that all three of us made it out. We went there, and nobody expected the Bucks to win the the South. Nobody expected them to win the playoff game. But but I did, and that, that's all that matters.
3: And- Uh-oh.
2: We'll never know. Used we'll... that uncomfortable the whole time?
1: Devonta Smith was the only receiver worth kind of anything, and he had that one catch and didn't really do shit after that. If if the Buccaneers remembered to bring their hands for the first half, that score would have been like 50 to 9 instead of just 32 to 9. So, like, it's, it's fucking crazy. Like, I hope we didn't blow our entire load on the Eagles, because that would be, it'd be nice to save something for this week. But shit. When Baker makes the first time in Buccaneers playoff history, kind of history, that's good shit, because he's the first QB to throw for over three hundred yards and three touchdowns. Even Brady didn't do that, and you know, and win a playoff game.
3: I was about to ask. So, I forgot Brady was there. Just a quick second. I was going to ask before Brady. Like who's been the best quarterback y'all have had besides Brad Johnson? And I'm not I'm not being funny. I'm just just, 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 just into face.
2: Trent Dilfer was a pro bowler, right?
3: <laughs> first round pick, number 1 like, pick too. Yeah.
1: Steve DeBerg?
3: Steve DeBerg. Okay. That's a good quarterback, fair enough.
1: But uh, um, oh, that was the other thing. Baker also he's the fifth first round pick to win a playoff game with two different teams.
3: Hey man, so so the Baker the Baker conversation. Give us give us flowers, dog. Give the boys flowers because no nobody's gonna sit here and argue he's a top five, top ten QB. Maybe not even top half, but Baker wins. Baker has heart. Yeah. Baker got some of the biggest balls in the game, and when he has to make a play, Baker reminds me a lot of a young Joe Flacco, and that you don't know you could trust him twenty like ninety like ninety nine percent of the time. But when he's on, not many are better, and he was on. Monday.
2: Did you guys see Bulls uh, after the game when a reporter asked him if he was worried about the weather having to go to Detroit next week? And he said, nah, not too much. We play inside. Yeah. <laughs> Who are these people that are asking these questions at these press conferences? Like, it's
1: a fucking dome. Who cares if it's cold and it snows? It's a fucking dome.
2: Oh, <laughs> man. I just thought that was hilarious. Well, well handled too. Um, I think I would have been a little more aggressively hilarious with that one with the reporter. Like, oh, uh, yeah, you know, it's going to be a tough walk from the bus into the stadium. I'm not sure if we're prepared. Probably do some practice runs. Uh, we'll probably chop up some ice down here and, like, use slushies and have it, you know, snow on guys for 15 minutes and walk around. Just um, to get used to the yeah, temperature. Yeah, that yes. way, you know, that, that 30 seconds from the bus into the building, we're not we're not thrown off by that.
1: Oh, it doesn't happen to be like a waterfall on any of the lakes up there in Detroit. Right. So like, you know, they could just stay under that because it's real cold and do like cold water training.
3: uh,
1: Like a Kung Fu movie. That's what the Bucks need to do. They need a Kung Fu movie montage of like sitting under an ice cold fucking waterfall and stuff like that.
2: Was was it, it true, though? I mean, is it true? Is it really true that everybody was Kung Fu fighting?
1: Yeah, they were fast as lightning, too.
2: Is that true, too? I don't think that, I think that's even less true. Like, I think the percentage of them being everybody is closer than the percentage of being as fast as lightning there, I think.
1: I mean, you wouldn't know you weren't there. So, uh, sounds like a problem for you,
2: bud. Last thoughts on last weekend before we move on to this weekend? Fucking glorious. Uh, we both had a great time. <laughs>
3: Disappointed in Philly. The NFC
1: East is weaker than the South. I'm, yes, I'm, I'm.
3: I'm more disappointed in Philly than Dallas because Dallas got out schemed and out coached. But I, Philly's I, been I,
1: falling apart all year. Why are you still disappointed in that?
3: I'm. I'm. That's the disappointment. I. I. There is no rhyme or reason as to why.
2: Yeah. Someone there's, can't there's tell me why. Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia. Sirianni. <laughs> but
3: if. But if it was, Sirianni. If, if, so if, if the answer is Sirianni, I'm with you. Well, if it was the coordinators, they wouldn't have gone ten and one.
2: Did what about the fact that they lost? Wasn't Shane Steik in there last year? He was. Yeah, but that's was... if it was
3: if it was the coordinators, they would not have been so successful the first half of the season.
1: You can make an argument because it's like
3: this. Remember when the Steelers
1: went eleven and zero,
3: and then they shit the bed? Sure, but the Steelers went ten and. Seven this year and they Gave up 20 more points than they scored Like there, there's Anomalies all the time what I'm saying is They're not just bad on the field It seems like something's wrong with the team
1: And we said that when they won though In the beginning of the year if you remember that
3: Like everyone
1: they had was messy or sloppy And we're just like something's off that didn't Look great and then and when they finally Lost and they're just like oh maybe they'll finally learn And they didn't
3: Like That's what I want to know and don't Maybe I'm being conspiracy theorist here, so call me Ray Platt, maybe. But <laughs> I don't think Jason Kelsey just retired because he was done.
1: Oh, he didn't officially retire I, in he case came he out out that on his that. I saw that, but he's done. He might not be just despite the rumor now. You've heard New Heights, right? Yeah, yeah. He's a the spiteful way, fuck. He might.
3: Nick. The way the way I took his his response on new heights was, I didn't get a chance to say it myself.
1: Oh yeah, no, he's close, especially yeah. when he got quiet and kind of emotional, and then Travis kind of jumped in real quick to cover.
3: He's done. But, I, I think he's truly done. I just think he wants to say it himself, not some report from some secondhand stooge in the locker room. Maybe. But um, my point is, I don't think he's. I don't th- if he let's say let's let's assume he is retired, or has retired. I don't think he did that. Necessarily because I'm old and my kids I think he's done with the team. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, I agree. How much is left on his contract?
3: I oh, think a year. I don't know.
2: Cause like I can Google that real quick. You know, like every every team can use uh offensive linemen. Um
3: I'm about to say, is Creed still over there with the with the Chiefs? Because they could get Jason for one year. Here's the thing, For though. the money.
2: Here's the thing, though. I bet they could fucking, I would bet they could use a better left or right guard, and I would bet that Jason or if they're center, whoever is good enough, could move over to guard.
3: If it's still Creed Humphrey, Creed Humphrey's top five in the league at center. Do so you want to change that, is the question?
2: they move Kelsey over to guard, then, to play with his brother. I'm sure Kelsey could play guard.
1: I think Kelsey's a free agent, technically, because in March he I signed mean, a one year fourteen million dollar contract.
3: He's gonna so be so that a...
1: probably only goes to March of
2: this year.
3: He's gonna be and a creatus other the center there. Kelsey's
2: yeah. gonna be a Hall of Famer when he's done. Whether or not he plays another, you know, so I we'll see. Who knows? Maybe not. I um, mean... maybe not first ballot, but he'll be he'll be in.
1: Depends on who he's
2: who he's with. No, you know I didn't I mean? say I didn't say first ballot, I just said he's a hall of famer whether he plays again
3: or not. He, He'll be first ballot because this is he's deserving, but this is the part of the game that's political. He's loved.
1: Oh, he is. Oh, I agree. But that's why I, I know he'll make it sway in
3: way. Voters would give it to him first could ballot. Also,
1: sway depending on how long Travis plays. Because say if Travis only plays like two more years, it could be a cute political play to have him in both together. Kelsey's mm-hmm. going together.
2: Yeah, I like that fair. too. All right, all right.
3: that's that's that's, that's fair. That's fair.
2: All right, folks, one last commercial break. Don't forget about ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. Make sure you're checking out TheChairShot.com. And, of course, you already know you can find all of these great podcasts on all of your favorite streaming platforms just by searching ChairShot Radio Network. We'll be right back with our picks for the divisional round after this message from me.
1: Cuidado, right,
0: mucho cuidado. Que estás tomando por un rumbo equivocado. Cuidado.
1: Con tus mentiras que yo las puedo adivinar
2: cuando me miras. Cuidado mucho cuidado. Que estoy de buenas. Four matchups to decide who will be playing for their conference's championship. Let's start with the Ray Cash Bowl, gentlemen. The Houston Texans will be heading north and a little bit east as well to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. The Ravens are nine and one-half point favorites, Ray. The over-under is 43 and one-half. How forward are you looking to this? Or are you dreading it because you've become a little bit of a Texan supporter? No. You want to beat the shit out no.
3: of it. No. I, I'm, I'm a child of the Triple H era of professional wrestling. I'd beat my mom's ass if she was in the way <laughs> to win a championship. It's about winning. So, no, I want the Texans to demolish the Ravens. Oh, the Ravens to demolish the Texans, I'm sorry.
1: No, no, I, you I, said what your heart felt right there. I
3: see how it is. <laughs> good try. I don't like the spread. I don't like nine and a half. I think that's a little too disrespectful to the Texans. And I think that's a little, that's going to be just way too much more motivation for that team than they already needed. Now we're the right team at the right time to not give a fuck and to still handle that Lamar is in a place. I've never seen him at Mark Andrews is back. The defense is healthy. Roquan got them bored. Roquan's outside practicing in the snow in a t shirt <laughs> like in no shirt and shorts, like these boys are ready. Um but I this is going to be a tougher win than I think a lot of people expect. Um so of course I have the Texans win. I mean damn it, the Ravens winning. Um I'll probably go under. No people are not gonna expect that, but I'll probably go under. Um, if I had to give you a score,
2: you don't have to give me a score.
3: Well, I want to. I'll oh, give you. Oh, oh,
2: okay, but you got the one you, you got the Texans in the o, under. You said. I
3: have the Ravens in the oh, under. You oh. heard. You know what I meant. So I, the Baltimore yeah, covers. It's both. Huh.
2: Baltimore covers the nine and a half.
3: I No. Okay, so you 24, got All All
2: right, so you got. You got Houston and the under.
3: I don't like why you said that.
2: Well, For betting is, reasons, you've got Houston, our, and, the picks, under, you Houston
1: you and the Baltimore's under, even though you think Baltimore's going to win. The oh, game. no, no, no. I know what he you're knows. saying. He's I don't he's like being the way difficult. you
3: said that. because right, being
1: this,
2: difficult, this, Andrew. It's being difficult.
3: Is, we're talking championships right now. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, he's being difficult, and I'm realizing I'm switching it over to a Belaz and asking him not to be so difficult, but I hey, doubt that that's going to happen. Know. So.
1: I, I don't have the uh, the affection towards the Ravens like Ray does, so like it's it's there's no reason for me to be difficult about this game, because nine and a half is a little too much because oh. you know the Texans weren't an easy game for them in the regular season and the bet they're better so
2: under over
1: it's going to be over I think over. okay with the, that game we saw and with the offense we've seen the Ravens able to put po- produce. Uh-huh. So, over, and I'm picking the Texans with the spread.
2: I will lay the 9.5 points and easily cover in a Baltimore blowout and over the 43.5. The The pumpkin, the, the carriage will turn into a pumpkin uh, once the game, once kickoff starts in Baltimore for the Houston Texans. And I'm not saying the Texans aren't a good football team and they won't be even more of a threat next year, but this Baltimore team is very good and they're very they well are. coached and they will take care of business by at least and 10 points and it will go over are, but, 43 and a half.
3: And to Two your weeks point, off, though. To your, they needed it. We were hurt. To your point, Tony, this Baltimore team, more than any team in recent memory, has turned a lot of these uh, carriages to pumpkins. So you may be right. All right.
2: Saturday night. It's all right for fighting. Green Bay heads to San Francisco. And this, over the last 30 years, has become an iconic NFL matchup, the Packers and the 49ers, because in the 90s, Brett Favre had battles with them. Aaron Rodgers has had multiple battles with the Niners in different parts of his career. And now Jordan Love sees himself – With a trip to the conference championship on the line having to head to a really good san francisco team that has waves of talented players that can get after the quarterback and a super dangerous defense i will start the bidding here and i will let you know the san francisco 49ers will comfortably win this game by at least two touchdowns and it will be over 50 and one half kyle shanahan has matt lafleur's number and until i see otherwise that's the play on this game this weekend.
1: Yeah, I don't think you're that far off, except I'd take the under and the okay. Niners because okay. I could see it more like a, a 30 to 10 kind of game.
2: Listen, but... the Packers defense you saw in the first three quarters against the Cowboys is not the Joe Barry defense that's been around all all, all year. And I think
1: oh, that well, gets I know, exposed. I know.
2: That's why I took the over. That's the only reason I brought that up.
1: I mean, the, the Niners take their foot off the gas a lot, though. And if, if there is any kind of two-score two, two score blowout, they might just start
2: running it and trying to kill clock. I didn't say it was going to be a blowout. I, say, I said I think they win easily. I think they get up early, and the Packers have to play catch-up. And it's one of those things where, you know, the Packers will get probably 21 to 24 points, but I think they surrender 35 to 38 in doing so.
1: Fair enough. I'm still going to take the under myself.
2: That's Bray Cashington? You're taking the Packers in the over, aren't you? This is horrible taking podcasting. The there you go. Okay.
3: Taking the Packers. <laughs> yeah. My gut says under, but let's say it's over. But Tony, taking the Packers to win.
2: Yeah, I'm rooting hard for him. I hope I, I hope I'm wrong, but I can't sit I, here and give my honest opinion as someone who's been sure involved in you know NFL predictions for and spreads, you know, for years and years.
3: There's a ninety five percent chance I'm an idiot, and I'll gladly come on the show and say I'm an idiot so next week if what everybody thinks is going to happen <laughs> happens. But I have told y'all on the show about Brock Purdy all year, all year that he is mass- massively overrated and a product of the best situation in football. And I think the Packers will take advantage of that.
2: I, the problem I have, though, and the difference between what you saw last week and what you're going to see this week is not only does Dallas not have a running game, not only did Mike McCarthy get rid of his offensive coordinator last year because he didn't run the ball enough and McCarthy came back and didn't run the ball as much as the guy did before him did, San Francisco will thrash the Green Bay Packers defense running the football this weekend. You
3: watch. I'm, I don't disagree with you, but I, I also have said, Andrew, who's the real MVP of this league if you count it offensive lineman? Who, who I've said?
2: Trent Williams.
3: Trent Williams.
2: Yeah, I think
3: so. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think Trent Williams is healthy, bro. Uh, so...
2: All right. Well, hey, I hope I'm I'm wrong. A I brought it. How do you different do without
3: I, Trent Williams, man? Yeah.
2: Andrew, mm. Tampa Bay's got a little game up in Detroit this weekend. Top Bulls ain't worried about the weather; man. they play indoors. Uh, Over/under is forty-eight and one and a half. Detroit is favored by just under a touchdown at six and a half. Do the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers get it done? You know? Yeah, I'm
1: I'm gonna have to be a homer here, and I'm gonna have to say yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the bucks you get the and six and pick... a half
2: you get the six and a half either way
1: and you said it's 48 and a half is the over
2: yeah over under
1: I'll pick the under because it this feels like it's like gonna be like a 2420 kind of game which yeah, that that's bordering that kind of line but the, the best part about this, though, and I, I said it last week when the Bucks got the Eagles, is that it was on paper, both of them were each other's best opponents for the wild card because the Eagles were shitting the bed at the end of the season and the Bucks are weak out of the NFC South, yada, yada, yada. And the Bucks beat up on the, the birds. like It was nice. And now the Lions aren't too different of a team. And I say that with the the points of When the Lions get their doors blown off, like they look bad. Like they've had a couple shitty games. They've had a couple games where golf doesn't get going, and that whole offense just like crumbles. And then their defense doesn't do quite enough. And Tampa's defense, Tampa's defense can get there. You got Vita Vea in the middle. He could he could could definitely put some pressure on the quarterback. You got Devin White flying around. You got Izian. You've got Winfield. You know they. The fucking safety that doesn't get enough love because apparently everybody else wants to put everyone and their brother over him for some different reason, even though he's got sacks and fumbles and, you know, interceptions. But, you know, let's ignore that. So I, I like the fact that the Bucks are playing with Chip on their shoulder. I like the fact that the Lions have shown that they're a little vulnerable throughout the year. And it's in a dome. So weather and snow don't matter. So, yeah, Bucks, Bucks with the under.
3: Make a lot of sense, and I think the Bucks showed just how explosive they could be—that I think a lot of the world didn't think it was possible. Sometimes you just can't fight God, bro. This is—I think—the Lions are the team of destiny this year, um, and I think the story they have in that building, what they're doing, and if I'm not mistaken or not, Eminem was performing at the game, like. Dog, I, I I just feel like, and f- from a football perspective, Jerry Golf could have the worst game of his life. Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery getting 200 yards, and two three touchdowns. So ultimately, he's in the perfect situation where three of his offensive linemen were pro football focused, all pros. I believe two of them went to the Pro Bowl offensive linemen. So he got a line. Clamp time. Jamison Williams, Sun God. Um, Josh Reynolds, Laporta, he has weapons upon weapons upon weapons upon weapons upon weapons. The one thing the Bucks have had problems with is teams that score thirty points. So I I, I I like the Lions, and if this was in the elements, I would pick Temple. But because it's in the dome, I got I, I got I got the fighting kneecaps. Um and. Uh, yeah, I see it to be, I see it bit touchdown. So I'll take the lions too.
2: Over under 48 and a
3: half. over, over. Okay.
2: All right. I, I also will take the lions because I think at some point, Andrew, you, you always talk about how, you know, uh, different people are going to end up being exactly who they are, you know? Yes. And, uh, Baker going Baker this weekend, because Baker ain't no elite quarterback. Baker's a very middle-of-the-road quarterback, and that's fine, and he's done really well for himself in the NFL. But you don't go on four teams in four years. I just just think Detroit's going to figure him out. It's been a nice run. Which is fair.
1: So I, I, I gotta, I'll,
2: I'll put it this way: I'm
1: not gonna be mad if the Bucks lose because it's the Lions who's mad at the Lions. They've been garbage for longer than half of us have been alive, almost really. You know what I mean? So like, come on.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna take Detroit to cover there, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that under because I don't think Tampa's gonna have that great of an offensive day. Um, we finished the weekend with Kansas City at Buffalo Sunday uh, late afternoon by the way normal set- Saturday schedule for the playoffs um, 330 the 430 and eight but Sunday they go immediately to the conference championship times of two and or three and um, six is it somewhere in there 630 so something like that a little bit later
3: two and, two and 5 30 I' but yeah
2: yeah so well so, that's so,
1: better than fucking four and eight or something like that. Yeah. Sunday game start off too damn late.
2: <laughs> can Kansas City go to Buffalo, Ray, and win this game? Uh, Buffalo is favored by two and a half over-unders, 45 and a half. Here's another, you know, matchup of recent history. These guys got – Josh Allen got some beef with Patrick Mahomes.
3: To answer your question, can he? Of course he can. Patrick Mahomes the best quarterback in the world. Will he? However. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, Lamar is the best quarterback this year, but – Nobody, nobody walking God's green is a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. However, Patrick Mahomes has never played a playoff game on the road. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and be as asinine and say he can't. But this is not the team he wants to do that with. Because to beat the Bills, you're going to have to score at least 25. At least. And while they had a day last week... Where she rice balled out Travis Kelsey was Travis Kelsey Pacheco was was great can he do that on the road and the the underrated thing about the Bill Stadium is Orchard Park isn't just the snow it's windy as fuck which is why Josh Allen's a f- perfect dude for that for that uh, team because he can throw the ball a, a mile a minute and Patty got an arm too he got a cannon too. I don't trust his receiver room. So, this means something to Josh Allen. This means something to him. Two years he'd been stopped by these by these Chiefs, especially the game where they they had to change the rules. So, <laughs> right, they changed the rules because yeah, Josh Allen didn't get the ball back. Yeah. Um, I got the Bills, man. I think this is the year that the you know they slay the beast. And they lose to another beast, but at least they get back to the championship game. Um, so shout out to Josh, man. Yeah. And over, of course.
2: Okay, you got Buffalo in the over, Andrew. Um, hmm.
1: See, this is difficult because if I want to go with what I picked as the Super Bowl concept <laughs> in the beginning of the year, I have to pick the Chiefs. And nothing saying they can't win, you know what I mean. So I do, I do like the the narrative of it's it's Mahomes' first road playoff game, which just just frame that for half a second. With he he's been in the playoffs for what five years. He's got two Super Bowl championships, and he's been to three. And this is the first time he's played a road game. What the fuck? who the fuck wins two out of three championships and they've just played home the whole fucking time? Like, that is ridiculous. But uh, I don't want to pick the Chiefs, but I will purely because of the, the week zero Super Bowl picks. And I will probably have to... What's, what's the over-under again? One more time.
2: 45 and one half points.
1: Oh, no, they, they could barely be over 45. 45 is not too bad. So I'll take the Chiefs in the over.
2: I'm going to take the over with you guys. I think this ends up being a shootout like most of these matchups have been. I believe in Patrick Mahomes. I believe in the Kansas City Chiefs. I There's nothing that leads me to believe that they can't have a road playoff win. Like all this talk about they've never played on the road in the playoffs. I think they're going to be okay. Um, They've played in three Super Bowls. None of them are in Kansas City. Those Uh, are
1: neutral. They don't
2: count. You know that. They've played half their regular season games on the road for the last five years.
1: Um, It's not a playoff game. It's different.
2: I will take the better coach and the better quarterback this Sunday in this game, and I have the Chiefs and over
3: 45.5. You'll appreciate this, Andrew. Say his name and he'll appear. I believe in my homie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of something else it. that kind of goes with the homie, though, like Kadarius Tony isn't healthy for this game, right? Because they've I been on like a four-game winning streak with Tony out, so they they need to make sure he stays hurt.
2: Yes. Is there any chance that Patrick or not Patrick, if that um, Travis Kelsey changes his last name on his jersey to Maauto? if they win the Super Bowl, he might. Mahomes and Auto. I don't want to be auto
3: all, all jokes aside, isn't it, you know, the NFL where I say script every year, ain't it in the script perfectly that in the game where everybody counts on them the least, Tony has like six catches for like 125? The perfect
2: script yeah. would be a Packers-Jets Super Bowl next year.
3: No, that that's that's definitely doable now.
1: No, no, no. The perfect for this year, the perfect script would be Lions Bills Super Bowl. Oh yeah, one of them.
2: One hey, it ain't gonna be Cody. Somebody's
1: gotta win. It ain't gonna be
2: (laughs) Cody. It it ain't. If it ain't gonna be Cody, and it ain't gonna be Cody, by the way, somebody's gotta finish the story, right?
1: (laughs) Somebody
3: mute that man. Mute that man, please.
1: But still, so if, if it ends up Lions-Bills, that would be a fantastic, like, loser bowl where I don't think anybody could be overtly mad. Like, even if the Bills beat the Ravens or whatever it is, like, so both here, of those franchises kind of got the
2: shit under the stick for the last 50 years or whatever. Like, let's it's nice this. that they get a break. Let's do this as we head out of here. There's eight teams left. No, it, it, When you give me this, when you give me the answer to this question... I want you to forget about any previous predictions. So, <laughs> right now. Damn it! I made my last pick off of my previous predictions. This is bullshit. <laughs> but right now, I mean, the picks are in. You made the picks. I asked you to pick for. Oh, against my responses. previous
1: predictions. I didn't well, know you could have changed.
2: This you could have changed. Bullshit. Who do you think gonna is going to be? Who do you have?
1: Who do you
2: who do you have beating who in the Super Bowl as of right now? Who would you have beating who? And I'll tell you right now, I I got. San Francisco beating Kansas City in the Super Bowl. I, I need
1: to see how both the Niners and the Ravens
2: play. No, right now. this week. No, no, right now. no, 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 no. no. Not, but they not both at the end off of this two week.
1: Weeks, my point is oh, they're both coming off of two I weeks of rest. I need to
2: better my so odds rusty. by 50% and wait till next week to make a prediction. You son of a bitch.
1: No, no, I don't mean it that way. I just mean it like obviously. I think that the Niners and the Ravens are the two best teams in the league. They should probably be the two to make it to the Super Bowl. But who wins, I don't know because I'd have to. I want to see who plays. Okay better off the break because
2: but if you had sometimes to put that rust bet in. kicks
1: in after two weeks off.
2: You had to put that bet in. That's the third part of the parlay is who wins that game. It's each one that that's well, three-leg parlay. Here. I could who probably
1: go it? with the Ravens
2: just off of right. what we've seen throughout oh, the God, year. Oh, God, Ray. Like, it really matters what we say is going to happen. So you got the Ravens beating
1: the, the Niners. Niners. Okay, Again, I got
2: the, just like the hard bubble. I got the Niners beating the Chiefs. Ray, you got the Ravens beating somebody. Who is
3: it? I'm gonna stick with what I said earlier today. I'm the Ravens being the kneecaps.
2: Hmm. Okay. All right. That'd be interesting. Very interesting. All right, guys, great show. Can't wait to do it again next week. Uh for some conference championship some more coaching carousel. Um enjoy the games this weekend. It's dude, we all have a team in the divisional round playing this weekend. That's pretty fucking cool. Um only Ray thought that, that would happen. <laughs>
1: And technically, we can all make it out. We don't play each other yet. So.
2: Oh, my goodness. Oh, my it's goodness. Could good. you fucking right. imagine? The anxiety level only continues to rise as we head down the path uh, to the Super Bowl. Uh, guys, you had a great time today. Ray, let everybody know where they can find you.
3: I protest.
2: You can follow him at Add it's Ray Cash. You can, <laughs> can do it. Find him at local Burger King. Listen gigs. to me sometimes. Drop in at a local Burger King in Houston, you might find him. Um, well, I don't not
1: them. like the Humpty Dance kind of Burger King stuff,
2: right? I, find, I know I sent that whole Mike find Ray at your local Hump kind of. Crusty burger. Time, but like, okay, okay, just checking. <laughs> if you if you gotta if you're if you hear someone podcasting in the grocery store, it's Ray Cash. He's he's doing both.
3: I don't do that anymore.
2: <laughs> Andrew, let everybody know what's going on with you. <laughs> TNA,
3: TNA baby, they're back. They I had a know. pay-per-view. Was, guess,
1: How much of a boner
2: do you have right now? You know, it was pretty big
1: <laughs> up until fucking Dana Brooks showed up, and then <laughs> I, then that ruined it.
2: You don't like Dana Brooks' impersonation of Timeless uh, Tony Storm? You mean That's Tony
1: Storm's That's knockoff, uh, Lacey Evans? She just decided to put Black and White in a Marilyn Monroe spin on the same kind of Southern Belle
2: throwback thing. Hey, give me Tony Storm over Lacey Evans, that's all I'll
1: <laughs>
3: say. And Tony, Tony Dana Brooke. Storm definitely isn't a Southern Belle. Tony Storm is like No, but
1: up. the old-time concept, it's still similar. Like, we, everything can't be a knockoff of everything. Not to mention, Dana Brooke didn't even talk. Well, she just was dressed in an elegant kind of thing. That's the I only reason why Dana I'm hate Brooke Because that. Dana Brooke doesn't. Do anything like Dana Brooke sucked in WWE. You need a wrestling
2: uh, show to talk about this stuff on because this is chair shot NFL.
1: Yeah, but it's it's just the whole thing. Like Dana Brooke is not somebody worth fucking signing and fucking making waves about. Give me a fucking break
2: here.
3: Not a major company.
1: What about I Ziggler?
3: I mean oh, Ziggler, he's something. Hype. You don't. I I'm gonna be honest with you. dog I haven't been so hyped for a motherfucker to hit the Indies in a long fucking time. I'm so hyped for Dolph or Nick to actually go out there and just like do the shit he wants to do for a minute and show the fucking world, pun intended. It I think that dude is fucking amazing.
1: Five years ago would have been better for Ziggler because sure. he was still kind of hot and he still had a lot of that, that IWC push. I think he's pretty hot right
3: and, now,
2: though, considering he showed up and, in New Japan and TNA. Now he can sure, do whatever he
1: wants. Sure,
3: and but he's I'm just also saying hotter he as he's also hotter. hotter as a human being because right now he's a very in-demand comic on the local scenes.
2: Well, I brought up all of this so Andrew could plug his TNA coverage.
3: yeah, I know
2: what you brought
3: it up for. I appreciate it. We're just talking talking wrestling now. No, no. Uh, No,
2: Come on, it's show's over. I want to eat dinner.
3: They almost got me, bro. I'm real... Why, why didn't nobody tell me Vladimir Kozlov was back? Like, they almost got me, dog. Andrew, tell everybody yeah, where they can find you, because we're not going to stick around back. to talk about...
2: I'm Vladimir not sticking Kozlov around to talk about to. Vladimir Kozlov. No,
3: not that. I'm just shocked. Okay, you can what follow Andrew at IWC War Chief. Had an You can follow
2: me at PCC... Listen, this is not... That's no, like their second or third
3: I'm, one. Come on,
2: bro. Are you been? Really? Yeah. Much like Anthony Anderson's mom oh at the fucking Emmys, we are playing you out... Follow this show at Chairshot NFL Continue listening to Chairshot Radio Network. I'm PC Tunney. Today, the Chairshot.com. Always use your head. You can talk over the music, just don't talk over Kariba.
1: I mean, Plant would actually have to show up to a show to yell at us about it, though. So.
3: Yes, Ray. No, I was jammed to the music. Dog, how there's been multiple knockouts, Ultimate X's. Yeah, I think
1: Jordan Grace and Tasha Steeles won two of the previous ones. No, good night. I thought everybody.
3: Tasha was gonna.